Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm glad we have Deborah Saunders on today because I was decrying the media earlier. Of course, I suppose I do that every day if I were to be honest. But uh, I was tuning, be honest. I was tuning into the Trump hating channels yesterday, your MSNBC and your CNN, and they were leading with the Trump story du jour, uh, firing the pollster or having his rally, but he didn't do whatever. Various aid rumored to be thinking of leaving. Yeah, exactly. That sort of crap. And not leading with the, and we're sending a thousand troops to Iran, and we've got senators calling for military action, which seems like a pretty big story to me. Mm-hmm. And it just it just bothers me that we're so obsessed with the daily Trump this and that, and poll numbers five hundred days out that you do, we don't even cover that level of foreign policy story. Right. Never mind domestic policy and the gigantic elephant in the room, which is. Uh... Uh, debts and deficits, as uh, the fabulous Deborah J. Saunders points out in a recent piece for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Uh, the headline is the deficit in media questioning, and I love the uh, the first sentence: trade secret. We in the news media often hate the media too. Deborah J. Saunders joins us now. Deborah, how are you? Hello. How are we today? We are fine. Let's all join together and talk about how we hate the media. We hate the media. I mean, that's what people don't know. We people can can go after certain news organization, and uh, they they go after Trump and he talks about fake news. But the truth is, we hate ourselves too. <laughs> we look at other people who do things that we really can't stand, and it drives us nuts. Well, I love the uh, example you lead with. You're talking about the Peter G. Peterson Foundation's annual summit where CNN senior congressional respondent Manu Raju was interviewing Nancy Pelosi. The topic was supposed to be fiscal sustainability. How did that go? 
Well, he hardly noticed that there is a $22 trillion national debt, and we have annual deficits now of a trillion dollars or more. And he, it just sort of seemed like an aside. All he wanted to do was talk about impeachment. And he wanted to talk about, you know, Trump's tweets and impeachment. That was it. And people in the audience were going uh, nuts. And Pelosi, now, let's face it, we know that her party is not exactly the party of fiscal prudence, right? And she kept saying, but let's talk about the deficit. And he wouldn't do it. He had two questions that had to do with it, and they weren't even that good. But it the, was just but the, really disappointing. But the audience didn't seem to be into the impeachment stuff? No, because this was people were there to discuss federal spending. I love this fiscal sustain, sustainability. It's a nice way of saying, oh, my God, we're like tons of $50,000 in debt for every man, woman, and child in the country. It is a problem. How are we ever going to pay it back? And it keeps getting bigger every year. It's, it's like uh, giving a teenager a credit card. And it just was something that barely came up. Well, so I'm just trying to figure out, so whether it's politicians or the media, are they are they looking at the ratings or, or reading the crowds at all? I mean, if the crowd is not digging it, then maybe that's not what you should be talking about. If your ratings are down 30 percent like they're on MSNBC, maybe talking about still talking about Russian Mueller is not the best way to go. I, I don't know what's driving this. Well, in, I, 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 maybe I could have mentioned that CNN aired about 17 minutes of that live. And of course, CNN is all about impeachment, about Trump tweets. It's about bashing Trump. So what did Manu Raju do? He did what the people back in the control room want, and that's Trump, Trump, Trump. And, I mean, by the way, there is a Trump issue. It's called the deficit. (laughs) But that just didn't seem to interest them. It was all about the Trump show. Yeah, wow. I, You know, it's funny because we've been beating the drum of the deficit deficit and the overspending. We were talking to George Will just uh, a few minutes ago about how you know, 20% of what the government does, we're heaping the bill on the unborn and how utterly, utterly immoral that is. But, man, I just don't think you can get people to pay attention anymore. I wonder if CNN was right in that decision because they think, hey, we're going. I've been hearing about the deficit thing most of my adult life. We're still fine. We're still right. spending. Boring. Well, I'll say this. Eamon Javers interviewed Mick Mulvaney later, and he is the acting chief of staff for the White House. He was the OMB director. He knows he knows the budget in and out. And he gave a really good interview that got into some of the tweets and, and, and the other issues like that. But it also talked about federal spending. And, OK, it's it's a it's a room full of policy wonks. So obviously, in that kind of situation, uh, they're going to eat it up. But um, I also think. Taxpayers sort of wonder, hey, they, they actually might like a discussion about overspending or under taxation, as Nancy Pelosi would put it. Um, <laughs> under but, taxation. There you go. So, so I, I think, I, you know, I think people are hungry for that sort of thing. And uh, and I can tell you that it was just the audience was was uh, clapping when Pelosi kept saying, oh, a policy question. How did that get in there? They, they were not going for this. And again, I mean, it's not like we can't hear this over and over and over again whenever we turn on cable news. So why not actually discuss the topic of the summit, which is federal spending? Right. God, you'd think if anybody would or anywhere it would be discussed, that would be a good place. Deborah Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal on the line. Old, uh, old, old, what's her name? Uh, Sarah, their uh, Huckabee Saunders uh, taken off, I guess, huh? 
No, she's a Saunders, and uh, she's a Sanders, and I'm a Saunders. You're, she, you're, you're a Saunders. Related. She's Sanders, right? Sorry, my mistake. Yeah. And the press secretary who wasn't doing a lot of press secretary and is gone. Does it make any difference that they even need to replace her? Yes, they do. And the question is, will, will the next press secretary do briefings? Um, I tend to think not, at least not a lot. I think the daily briefings are gone. I think whoever the next president is isn't necessarily going to do it. Although, you know, I could really be wrong because why don't we have briefings? I don't believe it's Sarah Sanders for a minute. I believe it's Donald Trump. Donald Trump wants to be his own spokesman. He wants to be his own press secretary. Is there any reason why he why, why that doesn't make sense? Well, he, he, he gives he answer. Often, he often yeah, comes yeah. out and answers questions for a very long time. Yes, but you can't really have the kind of um, uh, the okay. So the, he is really accessible. He has pool sprays in all the time, and he talks at length. When he goes to Marine One, he takes questions. But you're not you can't get follow ups when you've got a helicopter in the background, and you can't really get into the kind of. Um, Conversation, George Stephanopoulos, I thought, did an incredible interview with Trump over 30 hours. And that was that had follow up questions and, and that got deeper. Uh, and when you have a briefing, you sort of have an administration think about how things are going to be portrayed. I think it does help shape policy. And I think that uh, at times uh, President Trump would be better served by having someone sort of not give the quick, snappy answers he gives for the reason something's happening. And the other thing, of course, is it's not all that unusual for Donald Trump to contradict himself within a paragraph. He's a complex man. Very complicated. Deborah Saunders, White House correspondent (laughs) for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Other than that. (laughs) Yeah, well, Deborah, it's always fun. Thanks uh, for a couple minutes, and let's talk again soon. Okay, thank you. All right, see you later. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.